0: The Oy a podcast
1: about young adult Jewishness. I'm Joanna Feldman. And I'm Sarah Rubenstein. And it's been a really long week. I haven't seen you in days. I know. It's been kind of crazy. <laughs> how, was, how was your Thanksgiving? How was your week? What's What's been going on? It's been really busy.
0: I had a bat mitzvah the weekend, two weekends before Thanksgiving, my cousin. Mm-hmm. And then the following weekend, my sister came to visit me here. And then we both went down to New Jersey for my family for Thanksgiving. Did you work at all? Like, did work
1: happen in oh, between any of, of that? Of course.
0: <laughs> it was crazy. It was like back to back work, travel, work, sister, work, home. And then um, when I came back from Boston, or when I came back to Boston, I had to work um, this past weekend. So it was busy, busy. Boy. And it also included cooking all the food with my dad. We always do Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, so we had a lot of recipes to do. I went to the. I never want to go to the grocery store again. <laughs> it's all I did. It sounds
1: stressful. Yeah, I but didn't it was have really to. Fun. I didn't have to cook anything. It was great. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was in two states in the span of four days. Oh um, Thanksgiving was on a Thursday, so earlier in the week I went down to New York City, where mm-hmm. most of my family is i uh, spent a lot of high-quality time with my niece. Oh. She's, I think, 14 months. Um, oh and gosh. I get to see her on FaceTime, but it's rare for me to see her yeah. in person and have like one-on-one time with her. And... I need to see her grow up, basically. So I was just like, hey. I, like, called my brother. And I'm like, dude, I'm coming down early. He's like, great. <laughs> She's expecting you. Oh, that's so, uh, so fun. it was, it was awesome. Uh, and my brother and sister-in-law hosted Thanksgiving. So they did all the cooking. Oh, my gosh. Um, I just supplied the dessert. Uh, my first and year. And probably watched your niece, which is very important. Oh, yeah. it was. I was very helpful. Like, yeah. Like, she was my priority. I also worked in between there, too. But um, it was pretty much uh my niece and I for the most part while they were that cooking in the fun. kitchen. Um this was my first year uh doing a or participating in a kosher Thanksgiving. Mm. Mhm. Um they pretty much keep kosher, they as in like my my brother and sister-in-law and her family. We had about 14 people and I think majority of them kept kosher. Mm-hmm. So um the the food was good. The meal was great. Yeah. Um it was just, like, a different kind of menu from what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was just getting used to that. But, let's be honest, I ate everything. So, it was... I'm sure it was, it was delicious. Just, yeah, it was just, like, a delicious meal that... <laughs> Um, I knew it was going to be delicious anyways, yeah. but just following some different rituals this time. Yeah. So I thought it was pretty cool. That's
0: awesome. Um,
1: and maybe so. a tiny bit healthier, like a teeny weeny weeny bit. Yeah. I'd say it, I
0: didn't feel like crap after I will yeah. say that. I mean, I will say I've had a kosher Thanksgiving forever and
1: uh-huh.
0: it eliminates all the cheese cause we eat meat. We have oh, turkey yeah. and everything. So mm-hmm. like
1: there there's no just
0: cheese. no cheese on anything, which nope. if you're watching your calories, everyone, that's like. Half the calories come from the cheese on top of everything. That's so, fair, yeah. if you think about it, I mean, there's plenty of ways to have a very unhealthy meat Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. But I always am like, huh, we're healthy because there's no cheese on top of everything. So, <laughs> look at us. Uh, it's all roasted vegetables. That's so true. <laughs> it
1: was really good. Um, and then I just spent like the rest of the weekend in Rhode Island, so fun, uh, where my parents live. So, that was pretty chill. Uh, did a lot of online shopping and Always a good recharging my batteries um, by just sleeping a lot. Um, but I'm back here, and I have been really anxious to put together our our first episode of Oi Bay. I know! This Be. is so exciting! So I'm so pumped that this is happening. <laughs> um, it, just for context, we're recording in Cambridge. Um, this is right after Thanksgiving, so apologies for um kind of backtracking here yeah. since it's January when this is going to be launching but That's true. you know what we're busy people we got we got to get it done um but we have a lot of things to say about Jewish life and young adult um Jewishness we do um so since it's Sunday now um i wanted to talk about just some future Jewish uh like not necessarily Jewish events but like things that you want to do in the near future with your friends. And one of those big things that we've done together mm-hmm. is celebrating Shabbat. Yes. So let's talk Shabbat. Let's talk Shabbat. What in the world is Shabbat? <laughs> good question. Um, well,
0: Shabbat in general, and I think we should give this disclaimer, can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did a little research, you know, good old Googling, to kind of get some nuts and bolts information about what Shabbat technically is. Uh, And then we're going to talk a little bit more about how you can make it a part of your life. Um, And so technically, Shabbat is a weekly 25-hour observance that starts sundown on Friday and goes until nightfall on Saturday. And a little piece of information that I remember learning from my rabbi growing up is that Shabbat is technically over Saturday when you can see three stars in the sky. Um, If it's a cloudy night, I don't really know what you do. I think you kind of guesstimate. Mm -hmm. Um, but technically, that is something that I remember talking about
1: at Hebrew school, these three stars in the sky. So. I spoke nothing of stars in the sky growing <laughs> up. Like, Shabbat to me was just, like, whenever the sun set on Friday, and then, like, whenever the sun set on mm-hmm. Saturday, which I guess, in theory, that's that is it. 25 hours. Yeah. I never think of it that way. Yeah. Like, I always knew people that would get out early um, on Fridays from, like, their office jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, my brother... And my sister-in-law, like, when they worked in offices that were predominantly Jew- Jewish or, mm-hmm. like, run by Jews, Fridays they had half off, like, got out at, like, noon or three. Yeah. And I'm like, why? And they're like, because it's Shabbat. It's Shabbat. God. Every week. We got to prepare. And I was like, oh, okay. How do I yeah. get a job like that? <laughs> you work where I work. <laughs> it's fair, fair. It's pretty amazing. Okay. Um, didn't realize that. But yeah, but
0: Shabbat is so much more than just that. And what we learned and from our research is that, you know, Shabbat is more than just a day off from labor. It's also a day of physical and spiritual delights um, that's really meant to kind of illuminate some key concepts in traditional Judaism and how Jew- Judaism and the perception of the world around Judaism. So it's really meant to give you a moment to take a break from your kind of day-to-day life, but also to kind of... I don't want to say meditate, but sort of like reflect on your practice and what's important, and kind of how that relates to what's going on around you.
1: Mm.
0: Um, okay. And Shabbat, like many pieces of Judaism, comes originally from the Torah, um, which is the Bible, the you know the Jewish book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually on scrolls, so you know it's not exactly. We're fancy. Book. What can I say? You know what can we do? We have these beautiful arcs that hold. It's like a whole thing. <laughs> um, but you know, in the Torah, it talks a lot about this day of um, rest and this day of you know forbidden labor, and what's very traditional in Judaism is rabbis get together and they discuss like every word that is written in the Torah, and they figure out what the word labor means here versus the word labor being written, you know farther down the line in the Torah. It can mean two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what happened was years and years and years ago, and if I quote my grandma, years and years and years ago, that's how she talked, <laughs> um, they got together to discuss this forbidden labor concept and what does that really mean? And they came up with a whole slew of rules and what that means, and, and it was all relevant to the time. Now we're obviously farther along from when those rules were written, so they have been adapted and reimagined and changed Um, to kind of accommodate for the modern lifestyle and the modern things that have happened to the world. Mm. Technology, electricity, cars, none of that existed when these rules, so to speak, were written about Shabbat. So they've had to change. Maybe you couldn't milk a cow, but now you can't (laughs) turn on a light switch or something like that to kind of, you know, I don't really know if that's the exact equivalent. I think it's
1: totally fair. I mean, I don't know how they lived their lives back then, but like labor to them was, you know, working on a farm, Mm -hmm. you know, don't, yeah, don't milk your cow, don't gather your chickens or like walk your Don't build
0: things, don't create things, don't make new, it's really supposed to be this break. So like today we don't, some people still do that work, but Mm -hmm. some people, you know, their work is on the computer and you're making meetings and you're making appointments and you're making all these things happen and you're using electricity to do it. Mm -hmm. That cannot happen now. So got it. Okay. The rules have shifted to kind of accommodate what's going on because we live in a different world than we did
1: back then. Time has changed. Time has changed. Interesting. Um, Yeah, I mean, these are things that I don't generally think about. Um, The only thing that I think it feels relevant to me is like, on Friday, I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I've worked all week. I've worked my butt off, and I just want to relax. So I feel like I'm unintentionally following some Shabbat yeah, rules. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> I literally don't want to do anything. Like, Fridays are so hard. Like, going on dates on a Friday. Like, <laughs> Forget <going> it. Like, <laughs> going out on a Friday. Like, ideally, call me on Thursday night or Saturday. Because, mm-hmm. like, a Friday, I'm either, like, sitting at home watching Netflix um, or maybe going out, but like in my neighborhood. So right. I have it's easy like, access to go it's a home. process. You, and where it's like socially acceptable to wear leggings. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know what and I mean? And if you do go out out on a Friday, it's like a pre-planned.
1: I knew months in advance I and was going And I've been out. mentally
0: preparing for
1: weeks. Exactly. Like that Friday, I'm going out. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, see if I had a job where like I could shut down at three o'clock because of Shabbat. Like I would prepare and go home and nap and then go out. And then you'd have more energy. Exactly. Um that would be ideal. But <laughs> I think yeah, looking at what I do all week, I feel like when Freda comes around, I don't I don't wanna milk a cow. Well <laughs> <laughs> in theory, I don't want to milk do a you cow. Ever? <laughs> I don't think I've ever milked anything. Um I actually don't really drink milk anyways, so um classic. But yeah, things that I don't wanna do just uh, I just never put two and two together. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe I am unintentionally celebrating some or like making my own Shabbat rituals. Yeah. So I think that is um, super valid. And I'm thinking yeah. about like when I grew up, we celebrated Shabbat pretty loosely. Mm-hmm. Like we would do prayers and candles and have a family dinner on Friday nights. But like we'd watch the news. Mm-hmm. Like we would watch a movie on Friday nights. Like we would use electricity. Yeah. Let's be honest. Um, But other than that, that was just, I had my toes in Shabbat and that's about it. Yeah. Like all those rituals. Yeah. How about you?
0: Well, I grew up not really keeping Shabbat on Fridays. Mm -hmm. I mean, I grew up in a more conservative, religiously facing house, but we didn't really observe Shabbat on Friday nights. I mean, once in a while we'd have Shabbat dinners, but pretty typical Friday night was like out with friends or, you know, with babysitter or whatever. Um, But I do remember like very specific experiences that I would like be confronted with Shabbat kind of happening. I was very involved in my synagogue as a kid and I went to a lot of different events through the synagogue and I remember when I was studying for my bat mitzvah, I was at my tutor's house and it was like a Wednesday. It wasn't a Friday or Mm -hmm. anything like that. Um, And it was like five o'clock and all of a sudden every light in the house went on. Like the whole house lit up. (laughs) It was bright in the room we were in, but like the rest of the rooms lit up and I was like, what is happening? And my tutor just, like, kept being, like, you know, saying, and I was like, mm, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> it's lit.
1: It's lit in <laughs> it here. It is lit in What's here. What's going on? Why are and all the lights on?
0: I didn't know what happened, so I got in the car, I told my mom, and she was like, oh, you know, this family, I know them from, from, from synagogue, and they're more religious, or they're more observant, so those are probably their Shabbat timers, and... You know, this was a while ago now, so their technology wasn't what it was. Mm -hmm. Maybe that the timers didn't know what day of the week it was, so they just, like, every day at 5, all the lights would turn on. Um, But what she explained to me was, you know, in the wintertime it gets dark or whatever, and so people have certain things on timers. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe their television, they like to watch the news each evening, but they can't turn the TV on.
1: Because it have, uses electricity. Yeah,
0: but if it's already on... There's all these little loopholes and people make their own... Yeah, having all the lights. People make their own um, like, <laughs> rules within their own household, I think, yeah. is a good, a good way to think about it. Like Every household has their things that they're like either willing to look the other way, or they make allowances for, or mm-hmm. they kind of let happen. Um, I guess this family didn't want to smack into the walls, and they lived on a dark street, so their lights had to go on. Um, but <laughs> she said it probably every day at five, those lights go on. And it really helped me understand like what living a more observant lifestyle might look like, because the people I knew and hung around with didn't do that kind of thing. And so I didn't really know I learned about it at Hebrew school and I mm-hmm. learned about it, but to see it happen,
1: I was like, "Oh, OK, okay. wait a minute, wait a minute. Did the lights shut off at a certain time? I don't know. I didn't stay that long. <laughs> my lesson was over. Like, do they shut Probably. off? Do they shut off when Shabbat is over? Like the next night, or they I shut know. off at like eleven o'clock at night? It's time to go to bed. And they're like, oh well, can't see anything. Gotta go to Got bed. Sleep.
0: <laughs> so I guess I mean I can only assume, but I you know my lesson was over. I left. Yeah. But yeah, there's like it's very interesting to think like now I would think that there are timers that are more advanced that know mm-hmm. the day of the week. Oh totally. So that won't necessarily happen. Right. Um, but overall, like, I think it's, it's cool to think about the ways that the world can be adapted Mm -hmm. so that you can live the practice that will bring you the fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Like there are things that you can do in your own home and like even our own homes to like make things like, oh, it's impossible. I can't, you know, I have to watch the five o'clock news every day. Like I I have to watch it. Right. You you can make it happen. If that, if it's that important and it's that much a part of your life, Mm -hmm. there are totally ways to make the things around you work in the way that like gives you peace and comfort, but also gives you like exposure to whatever it is that you need.
1: And still feel like you're observing Shabbat. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What's something that you would do on your own Shabbat that would still count Mm. as observing Shabbat? Excellent question.
0: Now, I would say that my answer probably varies from week to week. Okay, um. <laughs> give me like a <laughs> typical Joey. Depending week. on where I am, but like I've started to really think about Saturdays as like a self care day.
1: Like it, good twist on no Shabbat. Self care Saturday, self-care Saturday <laughs> Shabbat. Too bad <laughs> Shabbat is like an S H word, so it doesn't even like fit nicely. I know self care Saturday There's no like Shabbat. hashtag thing. I don't know. If you think of a hashtag, let me know. That's something I'm going to ponder. Anyways,
0: <laughs> what are you doing on July? Anyways, so I try to – Friday nights I try to do something with friends of some form or another, mm-hmm. and um, usually I'm tired, so it's low-key. But Saturdays I also try to do stuff either by myself more intentionally or, like, with friends that I really haven't seen in a long time, you know, mm-hmm. to really make that time count. Okay. Um, but, like, it's even things, like, I would count going – to take a workout class that, like, I go by myself mm-hmm. and just kind of take the hour and a half to, like, get there, get settled, shower, whatever, to the class. Cool. As, like, a time to, like, zone out and just be present with myself. Um, sometimes that's spin class. Sometimes it's bar, Sometimes it's a yoga class. Mm, I do like, the same thing,
1: actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's Saturday just, is, like, your it's a work day. Like, yeah. It's I'm, a self-work day. Yeah, it's a self-work day. So I'm at the gym on Saturdays, yeah. too, for but sure. But I think, like,
0: maybe... For some people observing Shabbat, that would be, like, a totally no-no. Like, you're doing way too many things that aren't allowed. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that's fine. But for me, it's very much a a way for me to, like, disconnect from the busy day Mm -hmm. and go to something that works for my schedule that makes me feel good. And I try not to plan anything right after. Mm -hmm. So that, like, if I feel that I need to go get a coffee or walk around or... You know, do whatever I want to do. I have the flexibility and time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, for me, that gives me the time to, like, zone out and do my thing. Mm -hmm. I try not to make too many plans on a Saturday or something like that. Or I make a plan around a friend that I haven't seen in a long time. Like, Mm -hmm. go and have a long meal or go take a long walk. Something like that. Yeah. Um,
1: Are just ways that, like,
0: I try to zone out.
1: Yeah. And
0: do my own thing.
1: I feel like plans can be... More like regular after the sunsets on Saturday, mm-hmm. to be honest like because that's when Shabbat technically ends according to correct this. correct um and if you're not like a gym goer or not a gym member, like taking a walk is a great way mm-hmm. to like unwind um personally, I like to sleep in <laughs> excellent thing to do uh something I don't get to do during the week, um sleeping in, I think is definitely on my list, um or even taking a nap like mm-hmm. at some point during the day. Um, one thing that I'm really not great at, and I think it just comes with the fact that a lot of my work is on social media, is taking a social media break. Mm -hmm. I actually feel like I want to try this soon, of just, like, literally Friday night to Saturday night. Don't even open Instagram. Don't open Facebook. Don't tweet or post anything Mm -hmm. anywhere. A Shabbat without... Social media is coming soon, and I will report back on how that was. Deal? I like it. Deal? Deal. Okay. Sweet. Challenge accepted, but not anytime soon. It's like having soon.
0: accountability, buddy. Like, I'm yes. going to hold you
1: accountable to that. <laughs> Please do. I look forward to your social <laughs> it media It won't be anytime soon. End. It'll be, like, three weeks from now. That's okay. Um, but at some point on Shabbat, I will do a social media break, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, you could extend that to just like taking your phone like
0: maybe you use social media or you use your phone while you're out and about but like when you're home in your apartment or something mm-hmm. you put your phone in a drawer and like mm. you don't use it yeah and like it's on so you hear the dings and you can hear the beeps so like if someone oh, calls i you would know, put it on silent okay that's gonna be annoying but like <laughs> you put it away and like when you leave to go run an errand or to go meet someone then you take your phone with
1: you oh yeah 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 but
0: like because you can't Maybe take a whole break. Also, your work is very much incorporated into social media. This is true, yeah. But, like, if you're like, you know what? For the next two hours, I'm, I'm just home. done. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to do something just for me. Like, even if it is watching TV, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to look at my phone during commercials. I'm going to put yeah. that away.
1: And The smallest Shabbat ritual really goes a long way. Look at
0: that. <laughs> Get rid of that phone. That I'm trying phone to think of some other weird.
1: things. Um, cook for yourself as in regards to, like... You know your home why don't you just cook instead of like ordering in yeah i think that's a great way to treat yourself on a shabbat mm-hmm. um avoid watching tv also another challenge mm-hmm. maybe pick up a book or a magazine instead mm-hmm. great option um maybe try not to spend money um if you are looking at your laptop it is hard not to shop on it oh my gosh um, now instagram and it, everything i am very guilty of doing all of that so they have me pegged i everything i could want is on my we're targeted man um but some other like bigger ideas maybe go to a museum Mm -hmm. um maybe meet up with some friends and have like a low-key coffee session Mm -hmm. um play board games does anybody play board games anymore card games you play card games i play card games mahjong hello hi mahjong i play that's a tile game technically but can you play that on shabbat yeah you must you can okay Mahjong, you
0: usually gamble. Like, there's money involved. Oh! So, I wouldn't do that. I mean, I don't do that because I'm not that good. No
1: gambling But no oh, gambling. Um,
0: but you can play other card games like Canasta. That's a big no game. No idea what that is. Oh, it's sweeping the country. I mean, it's been it around forever, but I feel like there's a revolution right now with Canasta. Great. If you ask my mom and all her friends, okay. they would say yes. I have no idea what that um, is. Gin, Go Fish, like, any card game, Solitaire, like, mm-hmm. some kind of game. Or people, like, I mean, you could play Monopoly. That's not real money. Um it's just (laughs) paper. What about dreidel? Why not? Let's play dreidel. Why not play dreidel? (laughs) Um, but I think like if you wanted to have a social gathering with friends, like you could play a board game Mm -hmm. for fun, for straight up fun. And it could be social and you don't have to worry about like really who wins and loses. It can be just good, clean fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not as often as I would like. I would say. Hmm, okay. I try to do something for myself every Saturday, but like we were just talking about, like life happens. Like Totally. You're traveling, you can't
1: avoid it. I can't celebrate Shabbat within the next two weeks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Busy. It's also not a part of like my general community. I think if I belonged mm-hmm. to a community that this was, the, all my friends did the exact same type of ritual, mm-hmm. it would be much easier to incorporate some of the stricter, or not stricter, but like some of these other practices that, like, I so want to do into my life. Like, if I give up my phone for two days, like, it's not the end of the world. Everything's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. But if everyone around me is used to reaching me on a Saturday,
1: Mm -hmm. it makes it a lot harder. Right. And I have so many, like, non-Jewish friends, too, that are just like, what are you doing on Saturday? Right.
0: And people are, like, good to be respectful, but, like, it's harder for them to remember or to keep up with. Like, there are people in my life that I know do not use their phone on Saturdays. So mm-hmm. I just know not to contact them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I understand that about them and I don't get in touch with them. But for me, like that's not how I live. I mean, if I made a stand, I'm sure people would learn. Right. Um, but for me, it's more like when I'm home, which is most of the time I try to do it. Okay. I try to host a Shabbat dinner in my house at least once a month. Okay. Or some form or another and hopefully attend one most Fridays. But like, that's not always the case. And, like, the last couple months I've been traveling a lot. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's just not practical sometimes. And, yes. and that's okay. For me, I find that okay. For some other people, it means that if they're traveling, they leave earlier on a Friday to make sure they arrive somewhere in time to have a Shabbat dinner. Oh, yeah. I'm like, there are totally ways to build it into your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. For me, it's not the priority. So I don't build it in in that same way. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But I try to do it. When I'm home. And it also isn't the same every Friday and Saturday. Like, it's always a little bit dependent on what else is going on in my life at that moment. Which I think, for me, is fine. Like, that doesn't bother me. But Mm -hmm. I think
1: if other people, that might not be the way that they could practice. Right. I mean, I'm thinking about my practice. And I think I do it maybe once a month. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Depending on what I'm doing or, like, where work is taking me. Um, I have hosted Shabbat maybe once or twice in my life, Mm -hmm. mainly because I've only had one apartment that had had a dining room. (laughs) So like an, a legit place to like seat people. Mm -hmm. Um, other than that, I, I love, like I will travel on Shabbat. I'm not going to like sit at home or whatever. Like I will, I love walking and like taking the bus Mm -hmm. or whatever. So I will seek out or like mass text my friends and be like who's doing Shabbat tonight Mm -hmm. or like who wants to come to my place Um, but I think within the last maybe three or four months I've gone to a Shabbat at least once a month Mm -hmm. which I think is a good quota for me because I'm a um, a pretty active social person Mm -hmm. Um, so to set aside a Friday to like cook something and bring it to a friend's house is like it's a lot of work but you know once you get there like everything else just goes away Mm -hmm. Like, it's just relaxing. Um, normally, it's with a group of friends that I already know. It's mm-hmm. not, like, a new group of people. Um, so, I really love Shabbat. And that is, like, we talked a lot about, like, the Saturday routine. But I feel like the Friday night is, like, an important kickoff routine. Oh, heck yes. Um, so, I feel like we should talk about, like, what happens on Friday. I love it. Let's do it. What happens on Friday? How to host a Shabbat dinner. Oh, Right, my dream, your dream. <laughs> Joanna's gonna write a book about how to host how a Shabbat, to host a dinner, Shabbat dinner. dinner, and she's gonna go on a book tour that is on every day but Fridays oh, and geez. Saturdays. Cannot wait! Everyone <laughs> buy tickets. <laughs> um, okay, great. Now we have to hold you to that. Okay. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> let's break it down. Uh, what are like the basics of how to host a Shabbat dinner? Give me like three or four points. Okay. of what it entails. So first, you need to pick the day. I mean, obviously
0: it's on a Friday. I guess like... Oh, yeah. I don't know if that goes to <laughs> but you have to pick a Friday.
1: Um, it has to be on... Well, I mean, you could do a... No, Saturday night no, wouldn't even no. be ideal. Like, no. do a Friday. It's a Friday night. Dates are on Saturday nights. Dates Saturday. are Saturday Sh- Shabbat's Shabbat. over on Saturday night. Deal. No,
0: Friday night. You got to pick a Friday night. Um, if you're the one that's hosting it, pick one that maybe you don't have a million things going on that day so that you have time mm. to get yourself together. Yeah, I've um, dug myself
1: as, into that hole before. Yeah. It it can be
0: stressful. Um, if you're like me, I get very stressed out. <laughs> um, so that's like number one. Pick the day, the Friday that you want to have it. Um and then I think for me, based on like my own dietary restrictions and what mm-hmm. I like to do, I just sort of think about what I want the menu to be in my head. Um, if I'm gonna do a potluck where I'll ask people to bring different pieces of the menu, if I'm just gonna make everything myself. Um, sometimes I think about, like, I know Hanukkah's, right, you know, this is, it's November right now, Hanukkah's coming up, mm-hmm. so I want to host a Shabbat dinner that maybe incorporates some of the Hanukkah foods, mm-hmm. latkes, you know, fried things, like, that's more common at those times cool. of year. Cool. Feels very themed, but yes. I like it. You know, just, mm-hmm. like,
1: a low-key acknowledgement. Like latkes? Yep, like latkes. latkes. is on the menu, who's bringing? <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> Homemade,
0: please. Okay. Um... So, I try to think about those types of factors and then that sometimes will dictate um the guest list a little bit. Okay. If I know I have a lot of friends that are vegetarians, I might not invite oh. them to a shabbat that I'm planning to make a brisket at. You know, and
1: you wouldn't invite them? I would. I would. I would, <laughs> yeah. but I also
0: would then like that would mean okay, I have to make something that's that's vegetarian. vegetarian like, as well.
1: PS, you're invited, but like um Either, if it's potluck, like, tell them maybe to suggest a dish or bring a dish. And so it just, like, I think
0: about those little factors. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's, for me, it's either, is it going to be a meat dinner or a vegetarian Uh, dairy
1: dinner? Okay, so just acknowledging the kosher people that may be in attendance. Yes. Got it. And I
0: include myself in that category. I keep generally kosher in my house to Mm -hmm. a certain extent. I mean, technically, for the rules, 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 it's not kosher. But for me, it's what works for me now. My imagination when I have more space in a bigger kitchen is I will have two sets of dishes and mm. I will have double of the things that you should have double of and <sighs> it'll be more separate. Dreaming. But Dreaming. right now I have one cabinet. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I have one set of dishes. Um, um, question for you. Have you ever catered a Shabbat? Or I like, have. Really? Like ordered
0: in? I have. I have. What did you do? I've done it twice. Okay uh one time I ordered from I had a group of people coming, and I had several people that were even more kosher than myself, okay attending um and I felt uncomfortable putting them in an uncomfortable spot trying to cook meat, but uh, the whole yeah. group wanted to have meat for dinner, so we all talked about it at our at a previous thing, and we decided that um we would order food from a kosher, the butchery, which is a local kosher market and mm-hmm. counter. Um, I've been there. It's good. It's awesome. Um, and they do kosher Shabbats. I mean, everything in there is kosher, but they can do meat or dairy, whatever. Got it. Um, and so we pre-ordered uh, dinner, and they gave you everything. Mm. They gave us four challahs. They gave us soup. What? Four us, challahs? We, it was like <laughs> the amount of people. I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, oh, my god. This meat, is a mini rice, bar <laughs> Everything. And I picked it up, and it came in trays, and all I had to do was heat it up. It was all cooked. Oh, that's great. Um, and it was awesome because then everyone that attended felt really comfortable We knew everything was fine for the people that were um, more kosher in that, like, you know, like, I keep kosher in my house, but it's not technically so kosher that if you only eat kosher meat, my pots and pans have cooked both meat and dairy, my Mm. dishes. There's a lot of things that, like, for me, don't bother me, but for someone that might be a little bit stricter, I and I know these things, so I let them know, like, look, I do this, but I don't do this, so that if it's not at your comfort level... I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. And okay. I think that's the theme of my own spot dinners in general. Like,
1: Got I it. want everyone
0: to be comfortable. Okay. And myself included, but mainly my guests. So making sure that, like, if I know that two people really are strict,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to make sure that, like, they are the most comfortable. Because most likely everyone else will be comfortable if those two people... Okay. Let's say are the most... Whatever. They'll, if they're comfortable, everyone else will be. So I have catered before. And the other time... I staffed a birthright trip and we had a reunion Shabbat, and oh. no one on that trip cared about kosher, but I didn't feel like cooking. Uh-huh. So we ordered in uh, food from, where did we get it? From uh, Los Amigos. <gasps> Not Shabbat friendly, really at all. But no, not at all. We ordered,
1: make your own tacos, and oh everyone had a good time. I love Los Amigos. That was more of shout a, out to Los Amigos. Los Amigos.
0: That was more of a party Shabbat, I would say, than oh. a real sit
1: down traditional. But Shabbat. But it was a Friday. Did you do prayers and stuff? We did, but very quickly. Okay, it was, it was very Shabbat quick. Express. The Shabbat Star Express. Star Edition. I love that. Um, that's okay. awesome. Oh, I want to go to that Shabbat. Oh, it was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun. Oh, I so. love tacos. Okay, so. Uh, first things on the list, basically pick a date and pick a meal plan. Yeah. Those are super important things that will set the tone for your entire Shabbat. Yeah. Awesome. What comes next?
0: Next, you gotta invite the people. Gotta make sure you know
1: who's coming.
0: Um, (laughs) so you gotta figure out how many people are coming, what's the situation, how much food do you need to make? Sometimes it goes a little hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's a small group, you just send out a text, you know group text or individually text people mm-hmm. um, sometimes if people don't know each other it's awkward to be on a group text so you might want to individually text people
1: I've also gotten like email invites oh yeah or like a Facebook invite yep. I feel like that's pretty on the casual level mm-hmm. um, like I remember we had a Shabbat not too long ago and there were some people that were that we had met casually but like didn't actually like invite them over to get them know, get to know them a little bit better and I can't remember. Did we? I think we got their number. Yeah, and, and texted. Just them. added them to the text So, like Shabbat's happening. And they came. Yeah, and it was
0: awesome. Yeah, but so I would say that's like more on the casual level. And then like if it's a group of people, maybe larger than six or seven people, and mm-hmm. you're asking people to bring stuff, I would make some kind of online tool to help people know what to bring. So there's online things like what is it? Perfect potluck. It helps you I have an account plan a menu I've used Perfect Pollock Um, before or a Google Doc you know you can kind of create something just so people can see what other people are bringing so they don't bring two of the same thing or things that don't make sense Um, it's also helpful if you're doing a vegetarian meal or a meat meal to show people um, things like I've hosted one that was brunch themed we did a Shabrunch
1: A brunch. Which was epic on breakfast, a Friday
0: night. Breakfast for dinner. Oh my god. It was Stealing amazing. Stealing that idea. Steal it. I amazing. Love it. People of the world enjoy. It's so
1: easy. Um, <laughs>
0: but it was a little bit, you know it was a little bit, you know, <laughs> different. So what we did was we had a perfect potluck setup and okay. we actually included links to suggested recipes so that people like if you were like, What am I gonna make for this? French we wrote toast. like a bunch of things. Hollow
1: French toast. Yeah. <gasps> oh
0: my god. Israeli salad. All kinds of delicious things. So brunch. we put, like, recipe suggestions for people in case they were like, I don't know what to make for a brunch. Oh, my God.
1: Say a prayer over a mimosa. It was pretty <laughs> epic. That's awesome. We had bagels,
0: lox, cream cheese. Oh, my gosh. Pogol. I love all of I this. mean,
1: it is the best Shabbat
0: dinner oh, ever. Pogol. Bring your lactate pills if you are lactose intolerant. That
1: is awesome. Yeah. Um, I also think that, like, even if you're not inviting friends over for the Shabbat, things like a perfect potluck or even, like, an evite, easy for anybody who's even like not mm-hmm. practicing or like mm-hmm. if it's like your office like your office wants to have a shabbat amazing like get people in line on and keep yeah them organized give them
0: all the information they need so you're not a- answering a million questions like the mm-hmm. day i'm like what time should i come over what's your address again like if you send it out to everybody then they have it mm-hmm. and if you're busy preparing you're not like texting with your fingers all covered in food and trying to figure yeah. out like cleaning up whatever getting ready
1: um Interesting. Okay, so uh, next step is to invite your guests. Awesome. What's after that? After that, it's a
0: little bit crazy. Um, what? But it's fun. I mean, for me, like, the next thing is what color scheme am I going with? Like, oh, what tablecloth am like I putting up? Prep your Shabbat. Prep your Shabbat. Actually You're ready. Prep it. Okay. You've got people, you've told them what to bring, you know everything that's happening. Pick a
1: color scheme. Now,
0: as the host, you need to make sure, like, the stuff mm-hmm. is there. So. You need certain things to have a Shabbat dinner. At least in my house, you need Shabbat candles. You need a challah. You need some wine. You need... I feel like that's the top three. That's the top three. I have yarmulkes, which are the little head coverings for men in my drawer that I've collected from bat mitzvahs It's over funny the because days. every
1: um, Shabbat that I've been to with you... There's been no men. It's only Oh, day. yeah, you've only been to my lady Shabbat. So there are ones with men. I've never <laughs> been to a co-ed Shabbat. With You'll Joanna. have to come to one of them. Mm, I'd love that. Uh, <laughs> they're always fun. Intend wink, wink. Great. Okay, great okay. way to bring people together, people. Co-ed Shabbat. Co-ed Shabbat. Um, and I have
0: yarmulkes. I try to think of the things that people might forget to bring, especially if they're coming right from work,
1: mm-hmm. um, with them. So I have that. And then... Um, Do you have, like, the prayers ready? I I do. I never have the prayers ready. I was, when I'm reading the prayers, I, like, or, like, reciting them from memory, I look at everybody else and I'm like, hello, help me. (laughs) I finished the end.
0: I went a little over the top. Um, I have a prayer book that I have at my chair. Oh, yeah. Um, But I one day realized that, like, you know, some of my guests might not know the prayers or Mm -hmm. sometimes I have friends that aren't Jewish at my Shabbat dinner, so I, like, don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable. Totally. So I made some little packets. Of the prayers. Oh my gosh! And I even included like the transliteration with the English, Mm -hmm. um, just so that if people don't know Hebrew, they can kind of follow along. Got it. Um, And my new thing that I started doing at my house is I have little votive candles on the table. And when you light the Shabbat candles, I also let anyone know if they want to light a candle um, on the table, they can, just to sort of bring a little more light. And I learned that and I might be wrong, but I learned this and I'm sticking with it, that you technically need at least two candles, but okay. you can actually have more um on Shabbat. Okay. And I just think it makes it a little more beautiful. And I think it's more inclusive. Like sometimes the Shabbat there's a lot of gender rules, like men do this, women do this. And in mm-hmm. like in my house, I feel like everyone can do everything and I wanna make sure that like if there's a piece of the Shabbat ritual that you wanna be included in, I wanna have it all ready for you. Um Meaning also that, like, we say the prayers as a group. Like, there are uh, prayers that, like, traditionally women say or men say. And I think, like, that's also beautiful. And I can't say for sure that forever I'll do it so equal. But for now, I feel like everyone doing it together, it's, like, a nice thing to do.
1: Yeah. Um, I like that idea. Yeah. I feel like... I think we did that the last time I was at a Shabbat with you. um, And if I remember correctly, nobody wanted to light a candle because everyone like didn't know how to use the lighter. <laughs> so I just like lined up the candles and was and like I'm lighting the candle for everybody. Yeah. Um but our table was beautiful. Thank you. It was like glowing. Um and I do remember I think at a Shabbat that I led um at my house. Um I do what I like to call Shabbat Express. Mm-hmm. Um I mentioned it before. Um everyone that usually comes to my shabbats are like from different backgrounds different levels of judaism um everyone has different tunes to their prayers Mm -hmm. like i grew up reformed um we said a lot of prayers we didn't sing a lot of prayers so i think primarily at my shabbat i do what i'm comfortable with and that's just like saying them fast well not necessarily fast but like just saying them because half the time i'm like starving um, and I really just like to, um, get the prayers over with mm-hmm. and then just like get to connecting with my friends again. Um, so yeah, I don't normally like sing, but I also, maybe I should invest in votive candles. You can buy them at the grocery store at a giant bag. Yeah. Like, 10 bucks for a hundred candles. They're the, like the little
0: tea candles. The little right? ones that come in the little tin thing. Oh, I never thought of that. They're <laughs> cute. You just have to be a little careful, you know, fire hazard
1: yeah i feel like that wax melts real quick yeah they
0: go out fast oh. but uh yeah Ugh, other um, things you can include are flower
1: arrangements on the table mm, i go a bit over the top you do that's just, where the color scheme comes yeah. in i feel yeah yep yeah you also do a really great job of like setting the mood mm. music other candles that have scents yep uh-huh there's always a candle in the bathroom um, party trick number one Party trick number one. See, I, I, have have the I have noticed that. I have noticed that. I also noticed that your apartment is spotless. Whenever <laughs> I <it> come in, <laughs> it doesn't look like that before you arrive. Well, but... just like it's set up in a way that feels accommodating to everyone, mm-hmm. whether it's three people or twelve people. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you have a rule with like taking your shoes off at the door? I don't.
0: Okay. Um, people ask when they walk in, and my thing is like whatever you want to do. I don't have anything on the floor that's so valuable that I care so much about. My floors can be got cleaned. It. My yeah. rug isn't, like, an expensive, fancy rug. Yeah, you have rug. Nice
1: wood floors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if they're real wood, but they're... Yeah, but you also have, like, a great lineup of shoes at the door. So yeah. So I feel like... Those the... are, like, my outdoor shoes.
0: Oh, god. Like, my, okay. my boots. But, um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, I'm... I don't really mind it, but some people mind it, and I feel like I always ask when I go in someone's home. hmm Um, and so just being mindful of that and, like, my perspective as a host is like i try to answer the question that someone might be nervous to ask like do my shoes like leave your shoes on i try to say the little spiel as they walk in mm-hmm. to try to help them like organ orient themselves in my apartment yeah um another thing party trick um i buy those little plastic tablecloths at the dollar store or at the party store oh, They're okay. like super cheap
1: and i spread one on my bed Oh. And then people
0: have a place to put their jackets.
1: I've never noticed that. Mm-hmm. I just throw my jacket on there and just call it a day. Yeah,
0: there's always a little huh. something there because, like, that's my bed. I don't really want outside <laughs> jackets on my bed. That's no my offense bed. to everyone. Um, but I also realized that like my apartment is little in that like if there's a huge pile of winter coats somewhere, it might take up two chairs mm-hmm. if we put it on the couch or something. Like, if I have ten people, there's not a lot of room for everyone to sit. Yeah, that's true. So. I put a tablecloth on my bed, and then everyone puts their coats on top of that, and if it doesn't get gross and ruined, I might fold it up and reuse it the next time, mm-hmm. or I might toss it, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's true. Um, But it's, like, a helpful little thing to have. I always have a box of tablecloths in my apartment in case you ever need one. Oh my just gosh, I'm
1: learning so much. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> I, like, just saw your linen closet for the first time and was so blown away by how organized it was, and then was just, like... So much happens in this apartment that I don't know about, and it's nuts what you can hear on a Friday night. Um, awesome. So, I'm trying to think, other than you know, just setting up the apartment to prep for your Shabbat, mm-hmm. what comes after that? I feel like after
0: that, I am the food is ready. I try to have everything in the kitchen ready to go so that when people get here. Mm-hmm. I always have something on the little coffee table, like chips and salsa, hummus, okay. whatever. Because people get here at different times and I want, the whole point of the night is to relax and have fun together. So, but I try to make like a spot for people to hang out together um, before dinner gets started.
1: So last time I was here mm-hmm. for your Shabbat, um, you offered us like a chance before we sat down for food uh, to wash our hands. Oh, yes. What's that all about? So, during the ritual of Shabbat,
0: um, there are several prayers that you say. Candle, pressing over the candles, blessing over the wine, blessing over the bread. But inserted in there is actually also a hand-washing opportunity to kind of... I don't really know the purpose of it. I mainly wanted the special cup that has two handles.
1: It's very cool. <laughs> you just wanted the cup? I just
0: wanted the cup. Of all about the accessories. Um, but it, it's a part of a cleansing before the meal. And mm. traditionally, what you do is... Um, I like everyone to sit at the table. You don't have to have everyone seated at the table for this um, to light the candles and then to say the blessing over the wine. And then after that, um, everyone's supposed to wash their hands with this little cup. And technically, you're not really supposed to speak um, after you do that. You sit back down at the table kind of quietly. And then we all say the mozi, which is the blessing over the bread, mm. to start the meal together. And then you can speak and kind of talk again. I don't really know the roots of that. Okay. But I know that that's been done at other Shabbats that I've gone to and I was like, I kinda like that. Um,
1: I also just really wanted the cup.
0: I'm not gonna lie.
1: I mean it is a cute cup. It's cute, it's purple. Where'd you got it? I got it in Israel. Oh, so it's it's legit. It's legit. It's We're hardcore. gonna use it.
0: I bought it in Jerusalem, somewhere in the old city. Mm-hmm. And immediately after I bought one I saw like ten more that I wanted. And I was like mm, I can only get one this mm. time. Whoops. Yeah. Um next time. But so that's another piece that you can incorporate into your Shabbat. Um I, like I always tell people, right "Hey, <laughs> um, I always tell people everything is optional." At least in my house, like mm-hmm. it's whatever your comfort level is. I've heard, I've been to Shabbat where that's been said to me, and that's been really comforting because I'm someone that gets like nervous when I'm around something that I don't know and I don't want to do something to that's, offend or wrong. Oh my
1: gosh, I can totally relate to that. When the first time I went to a Shabbat and um, we were doing the prayer over the candles, and everyone was doing the hand gestures. I have never done that before. Mm. I mean, now I know the like the meaning of it and stuff like that, but I just did not – that didn't click in my head, and I just thought, why can't I look at them? Like, oh. am I closing my eyes? Like, what am I doing? How many times do I do this? What's going on? Do women only do this? Do men do this? Like, um, I, I can't say that's something that I've actually incorporated into my um, Shabbat Express service, <laughs> um, okay. but – I get it now. Yeah. And I just, like, if I don't know, I ask. Mm-hmm. And um, if everybody else is doing it, I'm just going to do it too. Yeah. It's, it's kind of nice. nice. Yeah.
0: Like, I think, like, the cool thing about Shabbat is, like, I've asked a lot of questions and I've been asked a lot of questions and I don't even know the answers to most things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I remember in college, a lot of my friends were not Jewish and it was kind of the first time I had encountered, like, my core group mm-hmm. wasn't, quote unquote, the same as me. So like they had a lot, they had a lot of questions, like yeah. a lot of questions. And at first I was like, oh, that's annoying. And then I realized like, this is actually a chance for me to learn a little bit more about what I do and, and also to teach people. And I started doing Shabbat dinners with friends and they were very loose. They had no real rules, but it was basically friends dinner every Friday night. Oh. Okay. And we incorporated Shabbat traditions and some were more formal than others, but it forced me to learn more. Because I was like, I need to answer that question. Like, they want to know, and I don't know. So I worked on like, mm.
1: learning that. And it reminded me of, like, different things. And Yeah, there's, like, a famous, I think an Albert Einstein quote that's, like, never stop asking questions mm-hmm. or something. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But I feel like I saw it on, like, a tote bag once. <laughs> probably it's possible but um they put a lot of things on tote bags yeah i mean i feel like questions are generally other than food i feel like questions kind of shape a lot of jewish holidays Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we ask questions on passover the four questions we do a lot of eating we're questioning Um, people we are a questioning people that's why our rabbis are always getting together to discuss
0: and change things because there's (laughs) always a question
1: oh they're crazy So we've gone through, um, a few different, uh, uh, like bullet points on how to host a Shabbat. Mm -hmm. One is to pick the date. Two is to pick the meal plan. Three is to invite your guests. Four is to prep for your Shabbat. And I feel like the fifth one is just to have your Shabbat. Mm -hmm. Like the day has come, the food is ready. It's like, you know, what time does the sunset? Okay. Maybe Shabbat starts at like 7 PM. Yeah. I feel like that's a, a decent time to also eat dinner, um, at least in my life. Um, but I feel like a lot of Shabbats that you've held that I've been to um, have just been, like, very relaxing. Like, we don't eat immediately right when I walk in the door. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I mean, I do come starving. Um, but at that point, I'm like, I need, like, I need a glass a of wine and, like, some hummus. Yeah. Always hummus. In my face right now. And you always seem to do that. So thank you. <laughs> I feel like I've done that in the past, too, but it's been, like, trail mix and M&Ms or something. (laughs) Um, And a whole lot of wine. Um, So, yeah, I feel like um, when the event comes, like, when Shabbat starts, it is just time to chill. Like, relax, Mm -hmm. take your coat off, catch up with your friends, meet new people that happen to be there at Shabbat. Like, that's the perfect time is, like, before we actually sit down for our service. I use service loosely because, you know, we're not... There's no sermon. There's no we might pose some questions to discuss while we eat, but <laughs> I don't think everyone is I'm not even qualified to give a sermon. Like Yes, you are. I mean you if you can derive meaning from words. Sure, yes I guess. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Thank you, Joanna. You're welcome. Don't hold me to it though. It's not <laughs> happening. I'll help you. Um, but I always like to think about and I've done a lot of googling on this, um, the the phrase that I got from like a YouTube song in reg- more in regards to Passover, but it's like the premise of every Jewish holiday is that they tried to kill us. We survived. Let's eat. Let's eat. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's, let's, you know, uh, say the prayers, but like, let's be thankful that, you know, we're all together and we're hanging out and we have, um, we're very lucky to have this food on the table. So, um, let's just eat, relax, connect and have a, a great start to our Shabbat. Yeah. And to think that this is only Friday night. There's so much There's more. There's so much more. To like, be had. Like, I've, I think the last few Shabbats that I've gone to, I went home at like one or two in the morning. Yeah. Because it's just like, we've got games after, like, maybe just some discussion things. You know, we talk about like relevant things that have happened in our week. We look through um, old books or. Oh, yeah. Like, you read on your old yearbooks, like, a while ago. I learned <laughs> a lot about Joanna's previous life, um, which is great. But, like, that's the fun of Shabbat. It's fun. Like, you I'm put gonna your put put phone my, away. Yeah, you put and your you phone just down. Have fun. Yeah, it's just. Uh, Shabbat is so great. It is. It's, it's how Shabbat really is. <laughs> Let's have a Shabbat. Uh, that's basically. How to host your own Shabbat dinner. I love it. Is there anything else that happens with Shabbat on Friday night? I mean, there's lots of other things you could do, but I feel like for me
0: and for my lifestyle, that's my recipe for Shabbat that gives me peace and
1: comfort. Mm-hmm. That's and a good way to put it, A recipe, the recipe for Shabbat. The recipe for Shabbat. Maybe that'll be the Make title your own recipe. for our um, first episode.
0: Yeah, And I feel like that'll be fun.
1: Okay. Sweet um thanks for sharing all of your uh shabbat secrets. yeah i look forward to seeing everyone's versions of my Shabbats. yes of all people like i'm so pumped that we now know all of your shabbat secrets because... well i didn't give it all away oh okay. well just the highlights just the know highlights know? the important stuff um awesome let us know um shoot us an email or dm us on instagram oh, yes uh podcast that's us on instagram uh, let us know if you have hosted a Shabbat in the past, or maybe like a different ritual that you've done on Shabbat. Yeah. We want to know. We'll talk about it in the next episode. We'll have a little follow up. Um, we're super curious. These are just like things that we've done, but we know that there are a million different ways to celebrate Shabbat. So I'm I'm curious at Same. what is everybody else doing. Same. Yeah, we want to know. Maybe you know. We'll start having more than two candles at our Shabbat. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Send
0: us pictures if that's your comfort level of your totally. setup and what's on your menu. Let us know. We want to hear. Yep. How do you store the jackets? Where do you put the shoes? How do you store the jackets? You want to know?
1: You wanna know. <laughs> do you make a challah? Where's the best best challah to buy? Oh, oh, that's a whole episode. That's a whole it episode in itself. Yeah. We we'll have to get to that. Totally. Um. Uh. So let's talk a little bit about maybe some upcoming news or events. Upcoming news and events. Well.
0: Um, on February 9th is a Federation CJP event, oh, High man. in the
1: Hub. That feels very far away, but like so soon. But it's so not that soon. far.
0: Get your dress in order. High
1: in the Hub. High in the what Hub. What in the world is that? It's a huge young adult event
0: um, in Boston um, mm-hmm. that focuses on 10 young adults in the area that are nominated by their peers um, that are doing amazing things, either personally and professionally, um, to make the Boston... The, Greater Boston, excuse me, Jewish community. <laughs> Your Boston is showing. Yeah, there it is. Um, a better place. Um, the Boston Jewish community. The Boston Jewish community. Okay, cool. it can expand. Um, but usually for this event, it's a little more local. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a huge event where young adults come out. There's a presentation and it's usually a speaker and then there's dancing. Um,
1: I feel like last year when we went, there was there was a comedian. Yeah. Who's the comedian? Susie Essman. Oh, she was great. She was awesome. Oh. She was awesome. I feel like I peed my dress a little bit. Like, yeah. She was this hilarious. Year, um, oh, do we know who's
0: going to be there this We year? do. <gasps> At this point, we know. Who is it? Um, Lior Raz. Who is that? So if you watch Fauda, which is a show on Netflix, um, about um, this I don't. I haven't watched the show, but I'm going to watch it before this event. Uh, I feel like I need to as well. Yeah, it's a little graphic, is what I've hear, oh. I've heard it's. Um, this isn't a rom com. It is not a rom com. Oh, no, boy. it is quite uh, intense. It's about I think a special operations unit in the uh, Israeli army. Okay. And the drama that surrounds the work that they do, and sort of some of the challenges. There. Is so, this gonna
1: be serious? Like a serious chat? No, I think he'll be fun. Oh, okay. I do.
0: Um, he's you know an actor, and he was this was his role, and then this is based on his life. Okay. Um, but obviously the show is a little more dramatic than the real thing. Okay. Cool. Um, but it is an incredible show, and people are loving it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, when I told my parents, they were like, "Oh my God!" They were
1: so excited. <laughs> um, <laughs> to bet your parents aren't from Boston. I know. I know. Or young I, adults. Or young adults. <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry, but um. So the Chai in the Hub is basically a big party big where party. people are recognized. Uh, there's a keynote speaker. Um, there's tons of food, and then it's literally a night of dancing and partying. A dance party.
0: It's like a bat mitzvah or a bar mitzvah with alcohol and only people your age.
1: Yeah, and a bunch of people are being recognized, not just one thirteen-year-old. Yeah. Cool. Um, I feel like I stressed so hard last year. On what I was gonna wear, Same. so that'll be a later episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll have a whole episode on what to wear to this event <laughs> what shoes, what dress, and then
1: maybe we'll do like a recap. Oh, yeah, we'll have to do a we'll have oh, maybe to we'll do like a, cor- a live from we'll red get our carpet. correspondent on
0: the ground. Oh, um, yeah, mm-hmm. to we have
1: one of those. Recap the totally. event. Um, mm-hmm. Awesome, so remind me of the date February 9th. It's a Saturday. Do you know when tickets are coming out?
0: I would imagine in early January. Okay. So, but it is a now. ticketed event. It is a ticketed event. Can you give me like a a price range? I think it's usually about sixty dollars a okay. person.
1: And it's a lot, a lot of fun. Cool. Um, and I definitely recommend. I'm going. pumped. Saturday night. We'll be there. February ninth. Yes, we will be there at the Royal Sinesta in Cambridge. Oh, uh, Royal Sinesta. Ooh, in a hotel. Yeah. Awesome. More details coming up on that as yeah. it gets closer. Awesome. So, um, let's uh let's close out our first episode. Okay. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, we are on Instagram at Oy Bay Podcast. That's O Y B A E P O D C A S T. Woo! For reason nice. like, I was like borderline like dyslexic. I can't <laughs> believe I just excellent. spelled that without even looking at anything. Oy Bay Podcast. Oy Bay Podcast. We are very plugged in, so feel free to shoot us a message, mm-hmm. um, give us a follow, recommend us to your friends. Uh, we are recording this podcast on the Anchor app. There's an app called Anchor. Um, It's ha- it's a super easy and intuitive app that helps you build your own podcast. So if you download the app, you'll get like front row access to um, our podcast where you can leave us messages, comments, suggestions, ask questions um, on our Anchor page. So search Oy Bay um, on the Anchor app. So definitely yep. give that a download. But we're also going to be on... Um, Anywhere podcasts are found Yeah so like anywhere. The Google Play app
0: I think that's what Something that's with Google Maybe. The podcast
1: app on your iPhone Yeah and iTunes And wherever else you get uh, podcasts Yeah So um, <laughs> We are very accessible So feel free to leave us a message
0: And of course you can email us At oybaypodcast At gmail.com
1: <laughs> Awesome Well Joanna have a great weekend And a Shabbat Shalom Shabbat Shalom to you We'll talk soon Oh, <laughs>